part two of our Colin Farrell loving, but the rest of the gang. I don't know. You say Colin, I say Brendan. Yeah, well, I'm saying the, the rest of the gang are, are along for the ride too because we loved In Bruges. Yeah, fantastic. And everyone has teamed up again for the Banshees of Inner Sheeran. And yeah, I mean, we, we we talked a little bit about it in the midweek we did for In Bruges about these two guys, Brendan Gleeson and Colin Farrell, because we've reviewed quite a few of their films on the pod over mm. yeah. the years. The Guard was the last one I think we did with Brendan Gleeson, yeah. which was fucking brilliant. It was good, well. yeah, it was really good. It was, it was one of those, if you look at the poster, you might not be into but give the film a go yeah. and it was fantastic. That was excellent. Obviously, we, we really, really enjoyed In Bruges and heard a lot of positive stuff about this one. Well, as soon as I saw these two characters in the same film mm. again, straight away, like a lot of people, you're like, I want to watch that. Yeah, and as soon as they got word that Martin McDonough was working on this, and it was a long while ago, seven years ago, they were straight in. Yeah, yeah. Really? Was yeah, it yeah, as long as yeah. go as that? No, it wasn't like that it was in production hell or anything. It's just that he had oh, other things of to something. do. One day I want to go do another one, and they're like, yeah, cows in. Like, no matter what, we're in, definitely. Which straight away is um, going to add to your film. So, yeah, I'd seen a few reviews. I'd heard Mark Camo talk about it as a potential Oscar winner. And I'd I think so. A few people who'd seen it at the cinema, because it had... A quite limited cinematic release and then it's it's on disney plus now it's where you can catch it um and only heard positive things about it so expectation was through the roof for this and it's and i'd I'd pretty much had it spoiled in the sense that the plot is pretty thin when you get down to it it's just two friends one of whom decides he no longer wants to see the other one, and it's the fallout of that yeah. that decision. So we're at the tail end of the Irish Civil War in the in the kind of nineteen twenties, yeah, and we're on this fictional island, yeah. And Colum Doherty, which is Brendan Gleeson, Colum, yeah, he just he's in his house one day, which is a lovely little kind of stone fisherman's hat on hut on the beach, and. You, you see pa- Patrick kind of jolly walking down to him and yeah. he's he's going along a well-worn path and he knocks on the window and the door and it's mm. it's like nearly two o'clock. Will I see you down the pub then? Will I call him? Like, <laughs> who just ignores him mm. and he keeps on ignoring Very him. Very stoic, and no expression. Eventually, this kind of bubbly, smiley kind of Colin, Far- Colin Farrell's character, Patrick, goes, oh, I'll see you up there then, thinking it must yeah. be something wrong. As he gets to the bar, the barman goes, oh, where's Colm then? He goes, oh, he'd, he'd be coming be along. Shortly, he'd like, be yeah. along shortly. Pour, they pour two beers, don't they? And um, and this is still, you know, he, he's not got any sense that anything's really wrong here. But when Colm gets there, he, he just doesn't want to be friends anymore. He just takes his beer and sits on his own, doesn't That's he, at right. first? And then he goes over and they, they end up sitting outside and he says, look, are you arguing? They go, are you arguing? And he goes, no, we're not arguing. Because there's another couple that get yeah. into... And you, you've got to think of this film now. It's it's mainly set in the pub, like an Irish country pub in, off off just off the coast. Yeah, it's a tiny, tiny little coastal yeah. village. You know, there's, a, there's hardly any people there. And so everybody knows everybody. And the people that are in the pub are always in the pub. They're yeah. always coming yeah. and going and everybody knows. Yeah. yeah, and they go outside. And he just very matter-of-factly says, look, I don't want to... You know, that's it. I don't want to speak to you no more. 
you know, you, you're, you're dull. Too, you're, you just too, says, you're too dull. You're too dull. And I've got said, other stuff I want to do in my life. I'm not wasting it just talking to you in the pub anymore. That's it. Don't talk to me no more. And he goes, I spent two and a half hours talking to you about donkey or something like that. yeah it's donkey jenny or something <laughs> and he goes i just don't have that i, I need to compose because he he plays the fiddle yes and, um, in real life too and he in real plays, life plays too, it for yeah. real in the, and in he, the he plays it pretty well and he, he wants to compose things he wants to use his time he wants a legacy he wants something that people can remember him by yeah he doesn't want to just fucking spend his life pissing out the wall and it's not like he's an arsehole because he's well liked by everyone else. He's really, yeah. you know, he gets on well. He's liked by the other islanders. He's he's joking and laughing with everyone else. But he suddenly just out of the blue, after a few years of being mates with this guy, is suddenly just ghosting him. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a bolt from the blue for uh, Yeah, for, for Patrick. For, for he's, Patrick. Just, he's just He's totally... really taken aback by it. And he lives, he has a house which he shares with his sister. Yeah. And he's sitting eating Siobhan. his yeah he's eating his dinner and she can tell something's up and she's like what's the matter with you you know and they say feck and they're really yeah, not, the, not the dialogue yeah. I was just thinking of Father Ted the whole time as well because that uh, funny the, you know, well, that's funny it, dialogue in it and he's he's just become a little bit destabilised now isn't he because he just can't get his head around no. and, and for the audience as well it's like a weird thing for two people who are really good mates for one person just out of the blue say I, we're not friends anymore for no for, nothing's happened particularly there hasn't had an argument or a falling out just that I've I've reevaluated and I don't want to be pals with yeah. you. So he can't. It just it's bizarre. He seems like he's a little not slow, but kind of a little bit like Ray. He's the sort of more simple one out of the two. Yeah, he's just a very simple man. He looks after his animals. He's got a small holding. I'd say he's happy, he's simple. He's, he's very yeah. content in his routine of like looking after Jenny's donkey, doing a few chores, going to the pub at two. Happy days. I mean, fuck all else to do on this island. There's well, terrible well, Wi-Fi. He, he he gets yeah. There's, there's none of that. So <laughs> Patrick is growing. He's pretty distressed by this rejection. And as he's tried to speak to Colin, he goes. Ew what's going on here you know he goes to him a couple of times and he just says and he goes look i i just have to you too dull i just don't want to spend it i want to spend time doing my music i speak to other people whatever i just don't want you in my life anymore i don't want it anymore and, and eventually gives him this mad ultimatum he says look if you try to speak to me again i'm going to cut off one of my fingers yeah he, he has a, the shears with him. He's got yeah. this like really horrible, rusty, crude-looking sheep shearing shears. And, and he's like, my, I'll take off my finger. And he's like, well, how are you going to play the fiddle? <laughs> yeah, that's it. But he's got a line for it. it, it there's a, it, a few people have tried to sort of reason with him. Siobhan's had a go at him in the pub, and Patrick's been spending a bit of time with this Dominic character played by Barry Keoghan. Keoghan, however you pronounce yeah. his name. He's fucking great. He's, it, he's in, this. in this, he's... The like he's the village. He, he idiot. is the village simpleton. Although he's um, not all that far removed, and it actually comes <laughs> up with a, a few words that that Patrick's never heard of, and he goes, "What does that making him feel like the village idiot?" And he's even at one point goes to to follow this suggestion, but that's a little bit later on down the a, line. So he tries to follow Dominic's advice a little bit later. But there's a fairly upsetting subplot about Dominic, and he's being abused by his father. His father's yeah. the the village police, police officer, and at one point, he's, he Patrick says, "You've been." buggering your own son or or something like that he he basically accuses that, him yeah, that, and dominic perhaps says i didn't tell him daddy i didn't tell him he just said that he said that, that, that that's so, that's a little bit later on yeah. down the line that's after he's already chopped off one of his fingers because what happens is he goes to speak to him again he just can't he gets drunk and he just can't yeah he believe just that you know him. that 
what are you doing? What's going on here? And of course, he's not. It's just a matter of saying. It's just a, a matter of words that he's going to go and, and to do it. He doesn't actually think that he's going to cut off his finger at this stage. But when he, when he, they he march hears, up to his house, and you hear a thud at the door. It's just like, <laughs> like I don't know, like like yeah. that on the door. Yeah. And it's a big fucking like, he's a, index he's a finger. Huge finger, isn't it? <laughs> yes. He's a big old stubbly fingers, <laughs> yeah. and he means it. He's, yeah, he, he wasn't bluffing. He, he was wasn't not bluffing, bluffing, and he's chopped off right through his finger, yeah. and then strolled off back down, holding his kind of the pain in because it's it's less painful than speaking to Patrick. Yeah, and then but then he starts. He he really is serious about his his fiddling, his fiddle playing, and he started meeting this guy who's come over from the mainland, and he's hanging out with him in the pub. So Patrick's like, well, "What the fuck, you know." He's still talking to people, but just not me. Like, it's fucking weird. He just can't get his head around it. So he, he confronts this this guy and he, he spins himself bullshit about his dad's been killed or he's dead yeah. and he's going to have to fuck and off. And so this guy's like, oh, no, it's all fucked up. You know, and he, so he does. He, he like scuttles off back or he's going to go off back to the mainland, isn't he? Then Patrick, in a sort of moment of guilt, confesses that he's done this to, yeah, to Colin. To, to Colin, who then chops off the rest of his fingers and throws them all at the door. I mean, we, we're skipping over little bits here, but it's there's so much dialogue and there's the acting lines and things. and Not just and these look, two, but everyone in this Everyone, all these different characters that are drawn into Siobhan it. is this, she's quite an attractive lady, but she's the like town sort of spinster. She hasn't haven't been able to like marry her off with anyone. And she's not concerned about that at all. She's very happy. She's well, it's content on her pickings, own. to be honest. I mean, there's not, yeah, but... You know, Dominic tries at one point. Dominic um, is a lot younger than her, and she's kind of flattered by his interest, but she's not at all interested. So there's, you know, she's going to have to up sticks and leave the and island. She, she talks about this, and she also talks about after one finger is being chopped off that look, he's serious. Yeah, don't go and speak to him again. Do not go and speak to him again. But after taking advice from Dominic and. Dominic's the kind of guy who's getting drunk and all goes, have you seen your sister naked, have you? <laughs> <laughs> well, they also have this brilliant scene where because he hasn't got Colm to hang out with, Dominic's like, don't worry, we'll have a drink. And they go home and they nick the old man who the police officer's moonshine, but he's fallen asleep naked in the objet. <laughs> he goes, don't wake him up. He hates it when I've, when I've been waking him when he's been wanking. And he goes, look at him, he's a little brown cock. <laughs> And then you realise, oh, that's where the abuse is all coming in and everything. Yeah, as well. and it's, it's, it's fairly it's pretty horrible. And but the uh, the 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 knock on effect of Colm having uh, ridden no himself fingers. of the rest of his fingers, he throws those at the door. And when Patrick goes home, his, uh, has Siobhan already left at this point? She's she's had word yes. from the post office. Who's another character in there? <laughs> she's left, so he's been. There's been this ongoing joke of like she shouts every time the donkey's let in the house, and she's she tries to keep it. You know the ha- the animals outside, but he's now allowing the his his only like companions now are these fucking stupid animals. It's the farm animals, but the, Jenny, but Jenny has eaten the donkey. Jenny the donkey has eaten one of Com's fingers and choked to death. And so he's absolutely well, fucking he's, distraught. He's, th- this is it. And you start then to see a new Padrick because he is a man now that has lost the lost his sister, he's lost his best mate, and now he's lost, lost the one companion. Lost Jenny is donkey. That that he had. And he loved that donkey. He really did. And he's he then goes and he well the Can't the overstate it enough because he was so nice and jovial at the start yeah. of the film and now he's 
I wouldn't say psychotic, but it's not far off because he goes to the house He's and he says, I'm going to fucking burn your house down tomorrow. Whether you're in it or not. He says, tomorrow I'm coming back here. I'm going to burn your fucking house down. And 12 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. And it's Sunday. So they're all in church. There's been this thing as well going on. We haven't even mentioned her. Mrs. Something or other. What's her name? Hang on. Mrs. McCormick. She's like some sort of pagan. Or oh, the old lady. Uh, druid yeah. or witch character. She's dressed. She's got kind of Monk like robes and, robes and, and, and runes yeah. on her as like a necklace and and a staff and you're like what is she all about well, she's normally she's friends with the sister yeah friends yeah <laughs> they're not she just can't get away from her whenever she's spoken to her and yeah. you know it's just one of those people you bump into and she's she's taken to like hiding behind walls so <laughs> she won't see her and, and yeah. padrick gives that away at one point when she's at the house and he goes and you you and she Make, having to make her deny that in front of the lady that she's escaping from her and hiding from but her. But she's given this message, this warning that there's going to be a death soon. Death is coming to the island soon, she says, I think. So there's this kind of sinister, or, I don't know, not not like supernatural, but she's fucking eerie looking. Yeah. Like, you know, something yeah. strange going on there. And so, yeah, he's, he's given Colm this warning. Tomorrow, midday, I'll be here. I'm going to fucking burn your house down, whether you're in it or not. And he turns up the next day and Combs just sat again, like the like we've seen at the start. He's just sat in there, like completely um non-reactive to him. He's setting up all this wood by just the windows staring. and the doors yeah. and, and he starts to set it alight and but he just takes the dog away. He doesn't want the <laughs> the dog say so nothing of, against the dog. He, yeah. Yeah, he he rescues the dog and puts him on his cart and leaves. We see the house go up in flames and it's burning away as he just sort of slowly departs on his horse and cart. And he goes to the pub the, yeah. in the evening mm-hmm. and and he learns that, well, he's, he's still there, isn't he? He's, he's playing the fiddle or he's he's met up. He, he realises that, that he hadn't gone down with the house because he sees him on the beach the next day for sure and he wanders along, doesn't he? And he goes, well, you burnt my house down. I guess that's us even now. He said, no, it'd be fucking even if you'd been in it. <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's just gone like full on as you say he's yeah. he's totally changed now. yeah he's not having it it's a vendetta to the death i mean he's he's just insulted too much jenny's gone and there's no bringing her back and there's a, a scene where the policeman who's just an ass he's a real horrible he's been, bastard he's been called out a couple of times and you've got the the one handed Kind he, of, he decks him. Um, he does stick up for that's over over Jenny. He goes, "Oh, you heard your your donkey's dead." Then, oh, I bet you would have. And before he can get the words out, um, Colm smacks it. Colm smacks him yeah. as a mate would do, yeah. as as somebody's just about to say something to another friend. But of course, they're not friends anymore. But it confuses things again between them a little bit, just for a second. Yeah. But when he he does go back to the house the next day and he sees him just stood on the beach because he's we've seen him a few times he just stands on the beach and he looks out to sea and he's very I don't know reflective and and sort of moody you know and then he he says oh thanks for not killing the dog and he's like any time and he just like leaves and you see that Mrs McCormick just is watching them from afar and it's like what the fuck is going on and that's kind of it this like feud is just going to go on and on it's, and on it's just yeah that's that's basically what we've see, seen the beginning of a feud i don't think there'll be a a, a, a two a no, second no, one or no, anything. No, no. It's, it's, it's a totally standaway film and like it leaves immaculate this the way they leave it and talk of oscars and all the rest of it is absolutely relevant when i was watching it it's just 
amazing piece of filmmaking and acting because there isn't a huge amount of action but it's so relatable it's so kind of a simple plot that mm. it's just two people suddenly he's not speaking to me anymore yeah. and it just doesn't want or whatever it is and the way they act it fantastic really it's really excellent the, the score is brilliant um the the cinematography of the island is fantastic. The performances are great from like across the board. Everyone is brilliant in it. Believe the hype for this one. It's really exceptional. You just want them to make like film after film after film after seeing these two because it is brilliant. Feel really bad for Dominic because he doesn't make it through the film. He drowns, unfortunately. Spoiler alert. He, Mrs. McCormick tells the policeman to come over. She beckons him over and he finds his son dead in the in yeah. rivers. Yeah, there, there's very, very sad. There, there's, lot, there's lots of layers and they probably benefit from multiple views this one yeah. to, to get oh, it out. I'm definitely going to see it again and again. I was just reading about the Jenny. It was her first movie. Yes, um, she was a diva. Yeah, the biggest diva on set so. going to Colin Farrell. Apparently so. Did you, did you read the name of her stunt double was, was the it, second um, there was nosy, a second nosy rosie that's right yeah. but nosy rosie was the second donkey and she had ample experience on film sets it makes um, you wonder why they didn't just go for it but sometimes you you know colin farrell colin farrell didn't have a great time on set he had several animal incidents jenny jenny was her is her real name and her character's name because it made it easier apparently <laughs> for getting the cues right and she booted she Gave Colin Farrell a whack while he was hand feeding her. The dog that portrayed Brendan Gleeson's pet bit him, and the horse and cart tried to reverse him into the ocean as well. So Bloody struggle, hell. struggle yeah, with the animals. That's why you need insurance on these films. Didn't but, let it affect his performance though, which was absolutely tip top. If you were going to say who's getting the the Oscar out of Farrell and Gleeson, they, share it. They could both get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they could share they it. They could both get it. So that is an early. 2023 strong recommend from yeah, the Bad absolutely. Dads. Go see this one, 100%. <laughs>